Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. Lord, we need the fire of your spirit to bring revival to our lives. Calling from the depths of our spirits, igniting all. speak to you today on something that's a little bit different. Um, so often I turn to uh, Exodus chapter 3 where Moses actually, and of course as you know he's 80 years old when this happened, he's out with the flock in the back of the desert and God appears to him in a flaming fire in a bush. You know the story and so often I talk about it because my concern is, quite honestly, that we should walk into that fire because yes, Moses looked, he saw the fire, he saw the burning bush and he turned aside. And there comes a time in your life and in mine when we have to have that experience of turning aside from maybe the direction we're in, maybe for what we're doing, and even I sometimes have to have this experience, I turn aside. But when we turn aside, so often that's the time when we see the fire and the glory of God. I suppose to me one of the most potent experiences of this was to be incarcerated in a communist prison as I was for a year and in so many ways that was a disaster. But yet, strangely enough, in that coming aside, the fact that I, 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 I was out of all, out of contact with my family, uh, out of contact with everything, no preaching, no ministry, nothing. Um, it was a time of coming aside when several interesting things happened to me spiritually. And one of them was, as I've referred before, the fact that when I couldn't pray uh, and suddenly the Holy Spirit came down and somehow God just visited me in that prison in a way it's never happened before or since. So sometimes there comes a lot in our time in our life when we have to turn aside for a moment. But when we see the fire and realize that what we're looking at is the fire and the glory of God, and by the way, if you don't have an experience of actually seeing the fire and seeing the glory of God, 
then that is a challenge to you to start praying. Because if we don't see the glory of God, if we don't see the power of God, how can we reflect that to the people we're ministering to or the people around us? So this is quite a strong challenge. And my comment usually with Moses is that Moses saw the fire and heard the voice of God. But today, I believe it's literally the challenge to us not just to see the fire, not just to hear the voice of God, but to actually walk into the fire. Because it's part of the business of consecration, of laying our lives on the altar. And you know, I, I don't hear enough of that today. Whereas in my younger days, that was so often the message that I heard, lay your life on the altar for God. He's calling for you today. We used to preach about consecration, dedication. And what we need to do is revisit this, the sense of consecration, of dedication, of laying our lives on the altar and seeing and experiencing the fire of God. That's why when I talk about this from uh, Exodus chapter 3, so often my comment is that we should not just see the fire at a distance, but we need to walk into it until that fire, the fire of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, consumes us. Because the Bible so often refers to God as a consuming fire. And uh, certainly he was here to Moses. And it was to transform the whole of Moses' life. And if you remember this experience, was to take the man who had had 40 years uh, in a king's palace and 40 years in the wilderness because he killed the man. Now he's seeing the fire, experiencing the fire, and it's changing his life. And so I want to challenge you not only just to look at the fire in the distance, but to experience it. So when we experience that fire, then certainly in my life, uh, it's been an even greater challenge. Firstly, you and I know that we've had that encounter with God. You and I know we've had such a powerful experience with God. Yes. But the whole question is this, when you read on, two things happen. Firstly, in verse 7, after God has explained who he is, because uh, God realized that Moses had turned aside, then God says in verse 7, I am the Lord. I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. Now it is a realization, especially if we're involved in any sense in ministry, but it should be in our personal lives that we have to understand the Lord has seen the position that we, his people, are in. So what actually Moses at this time wasn't even in Israel. He was in the wilderness, as you know, he was keeping sheep. But the fact is this, that God was saying to him, I know the position your people are in. I know the suffering. 
And I believe that this is a tremendous challenge to the church today. God actually looking down is seeing two things. One, he's needing to call us to come into the fire. But at the same time, he's giving the purpose and the reason for the call. Now, when we realize this part of God, that when God calls us, there is purpose and reason in it. God is revealing himself to Moses. God is attracting him and turning him aside for a purpose. And the purpose is so clear. God says, I have seen the affliction of my people Israel. I've seen the sufferings. And I believe that God is trying to speak to us today and to say, I'm fully aware of the problem. I am aware of the problems with the lockdown. I'm aware of the problem with the virus. I'm aware of the fact that everything is against the church in the sense that the government is legislating anti-Christian things. We have to deal with the question of abortion uh, and gay marriage and all sorts of issues. There are so many issues today that to me, it's as if the Lord is saying, look, just as with Israel in Egypt, and they were in slavery in Egypt, I have seen the position that this church, my church, and the church is his body. He's saying, I've seen the church, I've seen the position, I've seen the problems. That's why we have to actually do something about it. And the challenge to us is not to accept, not to simply, as I'm afraid some in the church are doing, say, look, we've got to go along with it, we've got to accept this and accept that and so on. No, God was saying, you su they've suffered for long enough. Now has come a time when there has to be some decisive action, there has to be a turning aside, there has to be a change. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits. Worship used by kind permission of Vinesong, www.vinesong.com.